Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9, the Highway Sports Station. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola, and we are an affiliate radio station of the Las Vegas Raiders and the Golden Knights. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Golden Knights uh, today. We've got some Pac-12 news with the hiring of a new commissioner. Kind of went outside the box, which I think is good. Uh, we've got the Aces getting ready to start their season, and they starting they're starting off with the defending world champion Seattle Storm at Seattle. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we've got a shout out to Christy Fox of UNLV softball as she has been named Coach of the Year. So right now. Uh, Desiree Reed Francois has Christy Fox with softball. They have the basketball coach, women's basketball coach, Lindy LaRock, has been named coach of the year. Uh, volleyball has been named coach of the year. So uh, the picks by Desiree Reed Francois for their Olympic sports have turned out to be pretty, pretty good. Now we've just got to see if we can get the major sports, the money sports, basically, football and basketball. And basketball is basically starting over with Kevin Kruger. And in the football situation, uh, there was an announcement. Well, there wasn't an announcement made, but on Twitter, the offensive line coach has been removed from UNLV. So UNLV will be looking for either a new offensive line coach or to move up some people. But let's get to uh, what's going to happen here immediately in the sports world. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights will be playing on Sunday. And the, they will be playing the Wild as the Kings did not come through for the Vegas Golden Knights. They were up one nothing in the first period. Everybody got excited. Even the NHL Network was like going, oh, man, this is going to be interesting. And then Colorado went to score like five goals in a row. And just blow them out. Um, so, Vegas Golden Knights finish second. They will be playing the Wild. And here is a schedule for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, game one will be 12 o'clock Sunday at T-Mobile Arena. And that will be on NBC Network. Game two will be Tuesday at 7 p.m. at T-Mobile. And that will be on AT&T Sportsnet. Game three will be in St. Paul 
at the Excel Energy Center, and that will be on AT&T Sports, and that will be 6.30 our time here. Game four uh, will be 5 o'clock game on May 22nd uh, at the Excel Center in St. Paul, and that will be an NBC game. And then game five, if needed, will be on May 24th. Game six, if needed, will be May 26th. And game seven, if needed, will be May 28th, and that will be... 24th at T-Mobile, the 26th at XL, and 28th back at T-Mobile. And those games are if necessary. So the Vegas Golden Knights finishing second, not getting the President's Trophy. Uh, interesting fact, Marc-Andre Fleury has never been on a team that's won the President's Trophy. Can you believe that? He's a multiple Stanley Cup winner, and you would have thought that at some point the Pittsburgh Penguins would have won their division and got the President's Trophy. And yesterday on Twitter, it was out there that if you win the president's trophy, you get $30,000 per player um, as, an, as an award for winning, being the president's trophy winner. Bill Foley said he was willing to pay $40,000 to the LA Kings if they would beat the Denver Avalanche. Well, didn't have to worry about that, paying that bet. So uh, now in some other news here, Pac-12. Pac-12 is looking for a commissioner. So the Pac-12 picked up an out-of-the-box pick here. This is very interesting because uh, Oliver Luck was in the running. Supposedly the AD at Ohio State was interested in this job. No, they go they go off the grid, and they go to a very interesting pick. George Kalivikov, who people in Vegas know, he is with MGM. And he has been a vice president for MGM in charge of their sports. Um, so he has worked extensively with colleges as uh, entertainment and sports director for MGM Resort. He was actually, sorry, he was president of enter- entertainment and sports for MGM Resorts. Uh, he worked with the Pac-12, resulting in the annual conference of men's and women's basketball played there. Uh, it's football championship that will be at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, he also secured the NCAA championship for events, oversaw the Aces before the WNBA team was sold to Mark Davis this past January. Uh, he signed a five-year contract with the Pac-12, begins July 1, replacing Larry Scott. Um, and the Oregon president, Michael H. Schill, who chaired the search committee, said, what drew us to George was his ability to see where hockey with the hockey puck was going. It attracted all of us to him. Intercollegiate athletics in general and the Pac-12 specifically is at a critical crossroads. We believe that George is the right person to meet today's challenges and even more opportunity, the challenges of the future. Um, he also helped the 2023 Division I Men's Basketball Regional and the 2026 Men's Hockey Final Four, which both will be played at T-Mobile Arena. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see, uh, what else happens. So also Allegiant stadium could be in line for Super Bowl, college football, national playoffs and final four. And he, uh, has worked on all of those things. Um, this is a quote from Bill Hornbuckle. Las Vegas has become one of the country's most exciting hubs for collegiate sports event and has built deep ties with the PAC 12. Uh, with George as trusted partner, MGM Resorts looks forward to strengthening that bond even further. So, 
Pac-12, not going with anybody from the college ranks, going with someone who is a president of entertainment and sports for MGM Resorts, George Kalavikov. And we wish him the best of luck. And Pac-12 is the lowest paying television contract uh, in the country. So his work is cut out for him. So you're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is a fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner. And we've got Kelly McCremen with his press conference today talking about the season and getting ready for the playoffs. Here's Kelly McCremen, courtesy of the Vegas Golden Knights Network. Uh, good morning, everyone. Thanks uh, for your time here this morning. We are at an exciting time of the year, uh, heading into the playoffs after what has been uh, a very unique season. Going back to uh, January 13th, I believe, when we uh, opened up the 56-game uh, schedule, there's a lot of things that have happened over that period of time. We had uh, COVID shutdowns that affected our own team across the league. There were different situations that resulted in rescheduling of games. I think that uh, collectively all 31 teams had a schedule that was uh, unprecedented in terms of uh, you know, just the wear and tear and the grind on uh, on teams and players. And we were able to get through that stretch with, uh, with a 40-win season, the only uh, team in the National Hockey League to get to 40 wins. I think that's a really uh, good accomplishment for uh, our players, our coaches. I think that it speaks to, um, you know, good structure and good foundation uh, to our game, which, of course, uh, puts you in a good frame of mind heading in uh, to the playoffs. Um, you know, those are my, my quick thoughts, I guess, with respect to uh, the upcoming series. Uh, Minnesota has uh, a real uh, deep, balanced uh, team. They've had uh, some star power injected into their lineup with Kirill Kaprasov, which is, um, you know, something that the, that the organization, uh, you know, hadn't had for uh, many years. So that's given them a real uh, offensive weapon. They've got good goaltending from uh, Cam Talbot. They've been very well coached by uh, by Dean Evison. Their management with uh, with Billy Guerin has made a lot of really uh, positive changes. And probably they're a team. If we go back to the beginning of the season, uh, that's overachieved, likely based on what uh, expectations would have been. So congratulations to them on uh, their year. And uh, they were uh, right there with Colorado and ourselves every step of the way in terms of uh, in terms of the. Uh, West Division uh, standings. Uh, health of our team will be a question that's uh, on the minds of many, and I think like a lot of teams, uh, 
when you get into those final uh, 10 to 15 games, really for our team, once we got past the uh, trade deadline on April uh, the 12th, you just sort of started to see uh, different teams missing players. We were uh, we were one of those teams. We're going to you know, monitor the health of our players here as we head into the playoffs. I don't anticipate that um, we're going to have any significant uh, shortfalls in terms of access to personnel. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, you'll be ready to play uh, on, on, uh, on Sunday at 12 o'clock. We look forward to, uh, you know, having a full lineup and, uh, and getting underway in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So with that, I'll open it up to, uh, to questions and see if I can uh, offer any more insight. Thanks, Kelly. And a reminder for media, you can raise your hand below. We'll do our best to get to your question here this morning. We'll start with Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Kelly. You mentioned uh, Kaprizov and the Wilds goaltending, but I guess what's the biggest difference you see in Minnesota's team this year compared to previous years? Honestly, I think those exact two things. Uh, Minnesota's team last year, they had a very good season and did not have uh, you know, goaltending comparable with the top teams uh, in the National Hockey League. Uh, they addressed that, and, uh, and, I, and I, you know, without putting words in their mouths, I think they would certainly attribute uh, a big part of their season to improve play at that position. And as I touched on, uh, Kaprasov is a game breaker. So any time you put one of those uh, players into your lineup, they'll do – uh, you know, they'll make special plays at key moments and that's going to turn into, you know, five or six or seven more wins. That's, uh, that's what those type of players uh, do for you. And, and, you know, and I, and I would, you know, I would add to that, I guess, to, to maybe expand on your, my answer to your question a little bit, uh, really good depth, really good balance uh, up front and on, uh, and on the blue line. Next we'll go to Justin Emerson, the Las Vegas Sun. Good morning, Kelly. After one of the games in Minnesota, Pete had mentioned kind of the, the idea that a team can get in another team's head a little bit. I'm curious kind of what you think of that and the matchup with Minnesota and how relevant, if at all, the historical uh, success Minnesota has had against the Golden Knights, uh, how much that matters uh, going into this series. Well, I can't imagine that uh, the historical success they've had uh, is going to have anything to do uh, with the series. We're you know, we knew we were, we were playing Minnesota or we were playing St. Louis. If we play Minnesota, we're playing against the team that I've just described to you. If we were playing St. Louis, we were playing a team that uh, 24 months ago uh, were the Stanley Cup champions are getting healthier as the season concludes and playing their best hockey. So the Stanley Cup playoffs are, uh, it, it's hard to win. It's hard to win. The games are different. Uh, we've got good experience in these uh, situations. We know what to expect, but it'll be, uh, it'll be a challenge uh, to grind out any uh, any one win and win the race to four uh, against uh, against any team that you're playing at this time of year. Next question this morning for Kelly comes from Jesse Granger with The Athletic. Hey, Kelly, you sort of mentioned it saying uh, you don't expect any shortfalls in availability, but can you just uh, maybe clarify, do you expect Max Pacioretty, Alec Martinez, or Ryan Reeves to be available for game one? Yeah, and I've already spoke to that, uh, Jesse. That's that's as much as I'll uh, share at this point uh, on that. Next, we'll go to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Kelly. Since uh, late March, Pete alternated his goalies. Seemed to work pretty well. Are you a proponent of continuing that? Uh, why or why not? Well, I think the goaltenders were a huge part of our team's success. Congratulations to 
both goalies on uh, winning the Jennings Trophy, and and I know that they'd be the first to credit uh, their teammates for playing a huge part in that. So uh, that's a that's a real luxury for us to have two goaltenders of the caliber that we do. You know, Pete will make those decisions as to uh, how they're deployed, but uh, certainly uh, those are two real good players, two real important players on our team. Next, we'll go to Chris Matthews from Channel 8, Las Vegas. Hello, Kelly. I was just wondering when you look at the uh, the 16 teams, is the West probably the toughest of the division? Whoever comes out of the West is is obviously going to be really good, whether it's, you know, well, who Vegas, Colorado or the favorites, whatever. But can you just talk to the uh, how tough the divisions are? And, and do you believe that maybe the West is the toughest division of the four? Well, I think if you talk to a team from each division, you'd likely get four, uh, four different answers on that. And, and of course, because we had no interlock with, uh, with anyone outside our division, nor did they, um, you know, it's only speculation. I, I know that, um, you know, it, it was apparent, you know, very early on to, to be the team that advances from the West division, you're going to have to be two extremely uh, deep talented teams so from the standpoint of the, of the question that you're asking uh with respect to how tough our division is it's extremely tough uh but i you know i think that you know the east would have a you know a similar argument uh you know tampa bay playing florida in the first round two teams that would have been in the top seven or eight in the national hockey league uh you know they might argue that their division is but uh, it's real good teams and uh you know we the the I've said all along that one of the things that was interesting about this year uh, was playing teams eight times and and there's no secrets by the time you've played that much you have an appreciation for how uh, good the players are, are how good the teams are and that's uh, that's what we're going to see here uh, for the first round against Minnesota and should we advance uh, you know that uh, the next round is going to be every bit of tougher tougher. Next question for Kelly today comes from Stephen Wino with the Associated Press. Hey, Kelly, uh, just following up on that, obviously uh, you guys you, as a team, you're focused on first round, you're focused on Minnesota. Should you advance two rounds? You've never seen any of these teams. No one, no one has. You've you mentioned no interlock. How unpredictable does that make this playoffs after the first two rounds of all this familiarity that you're not going to know beyond that kind of who's good and who's the best? Well, the short answer is we'd love to find out, but I think uh, to your point, uh, it's just another thing about our year that's uh, incredibly unique and It'll be really interesting when the semifinals begin, the four division winners are put together. It'll be really interesting to see, uh, to see what those games are like, to see how teams uh, are playing. And of course, there's so many things that are going to change between now and then, but that's one of the things that I've mentioned different times, just uh, more through the eyes, uh, not necessarily as a manager, but just through the eyes of of a hockey fan. Uh, That's going to be really neat to see what happens. And and even the other thing that will be with it is, you know, ordinarily if you're, uh, a West Division team, your Vegas, for example, or your you know Minnesota, Colorado, St. Louis, you would never play the Florida Panthers in round three. You would only play an Eastern team or the Pittsburgh Penguins, for example. You would only play an Eastern team in the Stanley Cup final. Well, you know, depending on who wins, depending on how those teams are reseeded, uh, you could see matchups that you would uh, generally only see in a Stanley Cup final situation. So again, that's going to add another uh, layer of uniqueness uh, to you know an already. Uh, unique season. Next question goes to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Kelly. Quick two-part question on the American Hockey League. Uh, the Silver Knights won the Pacific Division last night, so just uh, how happy 
happy are you with how things have worked out with that organization's first season? And with that, they've obviously got playoffs upcoming. So how beneficial, I guess, is it to have guys that might be on the taxi squad or black bases for the playoffs or still actively playing and will be in basically game shape, you know, moving forward? Yeah, the American Hockey League uh, Pacific Division, I give the teams uh, there a lot of credit. We, of course, had a lot of dialogue with uh, the other uh, organizations in the Pacific Division as we you know, worked on playoff formats, worked on scheduling. It was really critical that uh, that the teams work together. So the partners that we have in the Pacific, the seven teams uh, or the six other teams alongside uh, ourselves were really, uh, I felt, um, you know, development oriented. We're trying to do the right thing for uh, for the group of uh, seven teams in the Pacific. We got a 40 game season under uh, our belt. We've got playoffs that we're going to be the only division in the American Hockey League that has playoffs. So that's fantastic for the, the development of our young players. With respect to the Silver Knights uh, inaugural season, uh, you know, like anything, we would have loved to have had uh, that team playing in front of a sold out Orleans arena, which is what uh, would have been the case. But even being at last night's game, I think they were uh, in the low twos. There's uh, there's great energy. It was a really good accomplishment for uh, the Silver Knights to uh, to win the pennant in their first year. And the other thing that I think is uh, you know more noteworthy, it's a really young team. There's a lot of uh, first year pros, a lot of second year pros. Uh, some of the players that uh, are on the Silver Knights as older players, your Jake Bischoffs, uh, you know, your Gage Quinnies, your Patrick Browns, those players didn't play uh, a lot of games with, uh, with HSK based on, uh, based on injuries. Carl Ballstrom, another veteran that's been out uh, for an extended period of time. So I think uh, uh, credit to uh, the coaching staff, but certainly credit to the development uh, of those young players as they've uh, had a really good year. I know they're excited uh, to get going in the playoffs uh, this coming weekend or next weekend, I should say. Time for a few final questions with Kelly McCrimmon. Next, we'll go to Vince Sapienza with Channel 5 Las Vegas. Hey, Kelly. Just wanted to uh, talk about the fan aspect of it. Obviously, we've seen more and more getting into the building, and we've seen the visceral reaction from the players as well as from the fans. I know every, every home ice advantage helps when you get more fans in, but it really seems with this franchise, it, it means a little bit more. Can you just speak to, does it almost feel like you're getting a healthy body on the ice when you, when we're getting more and more fans into the building, especially around playoff time? Yeah, I don't know that I can ever properly put into words uh, the, the impact that our fans have on our team and not that you'd ever take that for granted, but for us to have played as many games as we did in Edmonton with uh, with no fans to have played uh, the number of games we did at the start of the season with no no fans and the fake noise uh, the fans are just an absolute uh, godsend for uh, for the sport really and and, <clears throat> and not that you, you don't always know that but you're never without them so you, you just have a new appreciation for uh, for what they really mean and of course Vegas Golden Knights fans are uh, you know at another level so that building now has just got uh, tremendous energy right from warm up, uh, you know, following the play when we score, when there's exciting plays, uh, big saves, hits. Uh, they're uh, really vested in being great fans. And I know that uh, uh, players, um, coaches, management will never, uh, ever take for granted the role of uh, fans in the game of hockey. Take three more here with Kelly. Next, we'll go to Jesse Merrick, Channel 3, Las Vegas. 
Hey, Kelly, uh, you noted the fact that you guys, you know, playing each other eight times, you know, you get a good read on each other. I'm just curious what common threads you maybe see emerging uh, in this series here between the two of you guys. Well, eight times, as you said, and of course, those are all uh, two at a time. So uh, four double headers is what we played. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I, I, my, my takeaways are, are, are similar to what I already shared with, with respect to the makeup of their team. They're a really good team. They're, they're a really good team. I think they're, uh, I think they're feeling it. I think they are, uh, you know, really excited about their season. I think they're excited to be, uh, playing our team and, you know, we know that, uh, we're going to need to be our best if we're, if we're going to have success in round one, that's just, uh, that's just how it is. So we played as recently as a couple of weeks ago and, um, yeah, it's uh, we're anxious to line up for playoff hockey against this team. We think we know them pretty well. Obviously, they know us uh, quite well also. I think two final questions here. Next, we'll go to John Treach, Channel 8, Las Vegas. Introducing Mesquite Motor Mania. Presented by Casablanca Resort Casino Golf Spa and Virgin River Hotel Casino. Way cool, laid back, beautiful weather. Middle of January, you can't beat it. Originally from Washington State, I now live in Southern California. It's a 69 Pro Street Nova. It's got a carbureted LS motor, 600 horse. Um, runs low tens and a quarter mile. And I drive it on the street and dip pretty daily. We're from Corona, California. I think this is our fifth year. We're pretty sure that's what it is. Well, I like the flame show. <laughs> and the burnout contest. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's all fun. car fan come out here and see what kind of car they like. We have great daily events. We have a roaring engines competition, burnouts, and slow drags here at the Casablanca Resort. And then we also have a daily open header cruise where all the cars go through Mesquite and show off their, their best show on Mesquite Boulevard. This is my third year. Uh, first two years I brought a Corvette, and then this is the first year for this car. It's a 1967 Camaro. That's the 50th anniversary of the Camaro, and we put it in the shop last March. It's, uh, it's been in the shop since March. We pulled it out on Friday night. I put it in the trailer and brought it here, and this is the first time it's been unloaded out of the trailer since it was finished. We personally like to come to the event just because of all of the unique cars that we get to see every year. I love cars. I love that's the reason I came to this event. I just love everything about cars, classic cars, really all cars. It's been awesome. Still looking around, going down the aisles, but I'm having a great time, and so is my little one. Well, if they're from Idaho, they should come because the weather's great, but uh, it's a good car show. It's a, it's a great car show. A lot, of, a lot of good cars, a lot of fun so well organized the venue is huge we've got cars from one end of mesquite to the other well so far it's been a great day gonna spend a few more hours gonna go have some lunch and take it from there and the people nice people great venue and it's just always fun i come back every year
you see a lot of different cars, you meet a lot of different people. I mean, what's better than that? We have kids pick ladies' choice, the most patriot vehicles. We give away $15,000 in awards. The Motor Mania, we give away more cash than any other cars we do this big move out. It's a great event for the whole family to come out to, free to the public to attend, and just a ton of uh, Motor Mania events going on throughout the weekend. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And Las Vegas Aces, as I stated in the first segment, starting their season, they will be playing Saturday, tomorrow, at Seattle, and that's going to be on ABC TV. They've got 25 games scheduled on television this year for the Aces, so that's great. Um, so they will be at Seattle on Saturday and then play again on Tuesday. Seattle is the reigning world champions. The Aces lost to last year. But the Aces did not have three key players. They did not have Derek Hamby, who was out with a knee injury. They did not have Liz Cambage, who took a leave of absence because of COVID. And they did not have Kelsey Plum, who tore her Achilles tendon. So um, right now, Angel McCautry, who I think is a great player, really kind of gives them somebody that nobody can guard. She ended up blowing out her knee uh, with an ACL and a cartilage tear in the uh, scrimmage um, exhibition game against the Sparks last weekend. So uh, hopefully she'll be able to come through um, with that uh, big thing with her. She's 34 years of age. The good thing is she's done this before. She had a knee injury two years ago, same type of injury, and was able to come back and play very well in Bill Camp, Bill Blambeer really uh, played her strategically not to put too much pressure on that knee. And she did very, very well this past year. So uh, aces again. So Liz Cambay center, six foot eight, uh, age 29. Great player can be really, really dominating uh, is on the team. Um, you have Asia Wilson reigning MVP. Unbelievable player. I got to give this kid a ton of credit. Six foot four. Uh, 24 years of age, fourth year in the league. Um, just a great player. She really, really impresses me and just gets better every year. Kelsey Plum, who led the NCAA in three-point scoring uh, at Washington, is back now and healthy after her um, Achilles injury. So she is back. Uh, Derek Hamby, six foot three. Kind of, you, Lambeer plays her as off the bench. I mean, she could probably start for a lot of teams. Um, she is she is back and ready to go. Uh, seventh year from Wake Forest. Uh, Jisoo Park, a center who is six foot five from Korea, who played in the Korean League last year and did very well. And I think she's got to step up, step it up this year and get some get some serious playing time. Uh, Jackie Young, number one draft pick. From Notre Dame, this is her third year. Uh, she needs to really kind of step it up and make some things happen uh, this year. So, And then the other players running out the team, Chelsea Gray, a player they got in free agency, great player. Seventh year from Duke, 5'11", kind of can play guard, point guard at 5'11", pretty good size. Uh, Destiny Slocum, point guard 5'7", from Arkansas. She is a rookie, and she has made the team so far. Uh, Raquina Williams is a combo guard at five foot seven from Miami, ninth year in the league. 
So she is a veteran guard. So that is basically the team right there. You've got Coach Bill Lambeer, who now can just concentrate on coaching since the new hire of Nikki Fargus um, as president of the of the uh, the conference. So again, playing Seattle on tomorrow Saturday, again on Tuesday, then coming home on twenty first of May for Los Angeles in the Michelob Ultra Arena uh, at Mandalay Bay. And then they will play on the 23rd against Connecticut. Um, so those first four games, very, very interesting games. But we'll see how they deal with the reigning world champions, the Seattle Storm, playing on the road. Um, they had a practice early yesterday, left yesterday afternoon to go to Seattle. Uh, we'll have today's to practice and get ready. And it'll be interesting to see how they're going to come about this. Uh, there is an Olympic break from the 12th of July to August 15th for this team. So uh, going to be really interesting to see what happens um, with that. But Coach Bill Lambeer, and I think he does a great job with these young ladies. Uh, and they play a really great brand of ball. I mean, they're limited to only 2,000 people at home. That's, that's a shame. Uh, that number needs to come up because... This is a great brand of women's basketball. You're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Welcome to Coach's Corner, and we've got a great guest here, Julia Abuzide, the general manager of Mesquite Gaming Casablanca Hotel and Resort. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. Now we've got some great news about the Casablanca. You've you've you kind of just swept a bunch of awards here um, in the Review Journal's annual Best of, correct? That is correct. The Casablanca Resort received the Gold Award as top destination uh, for uh, for our hotel and our property. That's awesome. Very thrilled about that's, that. That's that's the best you can get. That's the best you can get. So it's an amazing recognition for for our property. Well, and, espe- and, and especially who you have to compete against because you're competing against the big boys down here in Las Vegas. That is correct. So that that is totally awesome, awesome and unbelievable. Yep. So um, now. One of the things, and some of the if people don't know, you offer everything at the Casablanca. You've got gaming, you've got a world class spa, you've got unbelievable dining at Catherine's. Uh, that that in is, in of itself has received a bunch of awards. Correct. So Catherine's Steakhouse yeah. won the silver award. That is correct. We took a silver award in fine dining. Yes, and that's awesome. And also. Casablanca is one of the top 100 romantic restaurants in the country, uh, correct? Four years in a row on open table. We're very thrilled about that prestigious honor. Yeah, that's that's great. And if you haven't been to the, the restaurant, it's unbelievable. Service is great. Food is unbelievable. And right now we're finishing up stone crab season. we got about another couple, three weeks maybe, of stone crab. And they have their stone crab flown in fresh daily, and it's unbelievable. Um, and, and along with... The other, you have great wine selections, but the thing that's really amazing to me, very, very economical for anybody that wants to come and, and have a great meal at a very good price compared to what's happening down here in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Catherine's is a very affordable, fine dining restaurant, uh, great steaks. Uh, we have great seafood 
And we're just thrilled that we, we have that recognition on the Silver Award for the fine dining. And, and we took bronze also for best date night spot at Catherine's. <laughs> so super excited about all the awards that, that Gaming and Casablanca took from the Best of Las Vegas. And it's definitely an experience you have to, you have to go and, and visit it. It's a great experience. The service is outstanding. Food is great. Um, your wines... Your wines are compared to what's the price of a bottle of wine in Vegas would be fifty percent, maybe. Oh, absolutely! You could get two bottles for the price of one out here in Mesquite. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so again, if you get a chance and you're up in up in the Mesquite area, stop over, go to. You got to get a reservation though, because they they're packed. They they we, sell out quick. We do, we do. Yeah. Sure. Now you've also got some additional awards. You got some bronze awards. For the Casablanca Resort and Casino, right? Absolutely. The Casablanca took bronze in a few different categories. We took best of golf course at the Casablanca Golf Course, uh, best family and friendly hotel. You know, pool season is here. So, and the pool is heated and open seven days a week now. Uh, great staycation. We're only 70 miles outside of Vegas. So, you know, head north on the 15 and, and you've come to a great little spot for a little R&R. Right, and you've got you've also have the best family friendly hotel, best romantic spot, best spa and salon, and your spa is basically it's a world class spa. Let's be let's be real about it. It's a world class spa. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a nice uh, ninety nine dollar package out there with a hotel room and a and a fifty minute treatment out at the spa. It's, it's top rated spa and very affordable. We're very happy to have uh, that amenity out here in Mesquite. And your sister property, the Virgin River. Got the Best Destination Casino Resort Award in the Bronze Area, too. Yeah, the Virgin River is a little bit more kid-friendly out there. We've got a bowling alley. We've yeah. got an arcade, a uh, bunch of things for kids to do, and, and they're also pet-friendly out there. So, you know, Virgin River is definitely uh, definitely another uh, exciting uh, award out there for us. Yeah. So just, just to recap again, you received the Gold Award in the Review Journal's annual Best Of for the Top Destination Casino Resort, which again, when you're you're playing against the big boys, how did you do this? What what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're thrilled. You know, our little gem in the desert out here is, it was recognized for such a prestigious award, and and you know our staff, we've got 25 year plus employees out here, so they do take pride in this award as well, and we're very fortunate to have those people working for us. But it, it's it's definitely uh, such an achievement and amazing status for us. Uh, especially over, you know, getting through this difficult year. But we did it here in Mesquite, and we received our gold award. Very happy. Yeah, it's, that's a that's an outstanding award, and I, I, I want to compliment you and your staff and, you know, all your support people there. And um, and, like, and like I said, people people are missing what is there. I mean, you got to go up and check it out. It's an unbelievable place. It's not It's not overwhelming, but it's not tiny. So it's right. kind of a, 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 a the right size. Everybody's is friendly. Um, the the rooms are great. The food is awesome. Even even your daily restaurant. It, yeah, our, our cafe our cafe is great. We have daily specials. We have uh, Chinese specials. We have uh, authentic Chinese chefs cooking in the kitchen seven days a week. Uh, really happy about that. We have a, a steak and, and lobster special in our cafe which is an, an amazing, uh, amazing meal as well. Right. So if you're interested, you can get, call 877-GETAWAY. That'll be 877-438-2929. Or 
or visit mesquitegaming.com for all the information about the hotel, the spa, the golf course. Like I said, it's a one-stop destination for for whatever you need. It's Whatever you need, it's there. They've got it. They've got it covered. Yes, we do, and we're very happy about that. So come on down to Mesquite and uh, check out the Casablanca Resort. Well, we want to thank you uh, for coming on the show and letting our listeners know about the, the awards that you've won in the great hotel. been talking with Julia Abuzide, the general manager of the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Thanks, Coach.